Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All characters have to come from somewhere. Even Mantor had to go through an origin process. <laughs> That's amazing, because that gimmick was... Sh- I mean, what was the end game too? Champion Mantar? Come on. Jumping into these sometimes will totally blow your brain too, so I am Simon for What Culture. Please hit that subscribe button. This is indeed 10 unexpected origins of wrestling characters. Number 10, Doink the Clown. So this is a tough one, as the Doink character actually evolved quite a lot. Not necessarily for the better. The base idea was that he would be a literal cartoon, and we'll get to that in just one second. And when the original Matt Bourne got his hands on it, he decided to make Doink dark. For you see, the persona was all twisted and kind of terrifying as he stared down the camera lens like he was going to kill you. This Doink would also just pick apart his opponents, and the scary bit was that he did all of this with multicolored hair and ridiculous face paint whole thing was really rather good. Sandy Bourne was soon released from the company, but you know the deal. How could the WWF be seen as a legitimate wrestling company unless they had a clown on their books? That's why when Ray Apollo stepped into the shoes, he just played it straight and that sucked, but there was a reason. When Bourne was finding his way in the promotion, Road Warrior Hawk would describe their interactions as bleak and slightly miserable Not unlike one Krusty the Clown. Yep, now I'm not sure how much that tied in, but given that Krusty did also have this duality, well, you never know. Number nine, the lore of Vader. So this one was just crazy well thought out. It wasn't Leon White waking up one day and going, hi, I'm going to be Vader, and was in fact the love child of New Japan founder Antonio Inoki. He didn't even have a performer in mind when he came up with it, and the whole persona was based on folklore of a real Japanese warrior from the Heian period. The Vader character would also be introduced by Takeshi Kitano, who was so hated that all of this would seem like an attack on the company. He was right. The Ultimate Warrior was even in the running for this at one point, as Anokyo just wanted a beast to play the part. And by the time they settled on White, (laughs) forget about it. He marched out with this mask and everybody took notice, especially because of what happened during his debut. For Antonio had decided to get this gimmick over, somebody had to be destroyed, and he picked himself. This was truly shocking because Anoki rarely lost, and here he was eaten alive. So one-sided, you can see some fans genuinely slack-jawed. That's how much Anoki believed in it, though, and look at the aftermath. I 
think we can all agree that this worked. Number eight, Bam Bam Bigelow, the first big thing. We all know that Paul Heyman is a genius. He sees things in wrestlers that nobody else does, and by the time he's done with them, said individual was usually twice the star as was the case with Bam Bam Bigelow. As soon as Heyman saw this beast, he knew the deal, mostly because when Bigelow was training at the Monster Factory, he was flying around like he was half the size. He did this effortlessly too, and as Paul told WWE.com, there can't possibly be more than a handful of people that have ever inhabited this planet that were more naturally inclined to become a professional wrestler than Bam Bam Bigelow. I mean, that is high praise. Before long, he was tearing through people at Studio 54 under Heyman's guidance, as everybody involved was told to sell Bigelow like he was the next big thing. Or at the time, the first one. The reason that carried more weight is because usually in wrestling, you showed but you didn't tell, and yet here we were doing both. There was no way you couldn't watch the presentation and expect big things. If you want to say that this all set the template for the Brock Lesnar-type gimmick, I'd say that's fair. And the killing spree Bam Bam went on helped many other wrestlers along the way. This was truly something else. Number seven, Diesel loses his cool. The WWF was not particularly cool in 1996. The obsession with having gimmicks that were tied into real life jobs was ridiculous, and it was far too childish for its own good, even though the product was aimed at kids. Just a bad time. The huge exception to this was one Kevin Nash, who as Diesel was just a badass. He didn't beg for your support or try and pretend he was a tough guy. He just walked to the ring as if he could do this in his sleep and then wrecked fools. It was awesome. It's why he became world champion pretty damn fast. And that's where the wheels came off, ironically. Because as soon as Vince McMahon made this call, he decided that as the top guy, Diesel should do the total opposite of what got him over in the first place. So he was smiling, getting beaten up by people that should not have been doing that, and it didn't work. We basically tried to make him Hulk Hogan Part 3, given that Lex Luger was Hulk Hogan Part 2. As it turned out as well, this nonsense was actually prevalent within the origins of the character. While some like to say he was dubbed Diesel because he was meant to be a truck driver, it actually came from Shane McMahon. Because as the rumor goes, Shane would talk about Nash by saying, that guy's Diesel, which at the time was slang for cool. No, Vince. As soon as he heard that, he put two and two together. And yeah, knowing that makes the gimmick a little bit more ridiculous. Oh well. Number six, Adam Cole's influences. Talk is Jericho is a good podcast listener. Chris has found a very interesting interview technique when he has other pro wrestlers on. And I would assume most of his guests of this ilk grew up watching him, so they're just giddy to be involved. We all would. When he was chatting to Adam Cole, some interesting information was revealed too. And it's not what you may expect. Obviously, Shawn Michaels was a huge inspiration for the man, but his whole Adam Cole bye bye line actually had two different thoughts pushed together. The first was he figured a good way to get people to remember his name when he was a young up-and-comer was to just shout it over and over. And the whole bay bay bit came from Chris Jericho. Because as Cole said on the show, he remembered WCW Jericho doing the one-footed pin and shouting exactly this, so he just borrowed it for himself. Pretty smart. He now has whole arenas shouting it too. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. 
To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Number five, the other MJF backstory. As is the way with MJF, he is very good at taking real life things that have happened to him and weaving them into the world of wrestling. Dude is so smart and he's basically still a child. It's ridiculous. Throughout his time in AEW, he has mentioned CM Punk and Daniel Bryan shaking hands at the 2011 Raw Rumble that convinced him to become a wrestler and how Punk walking away in 2014 also lit a fire under him. So much reality in this character and it's worked wonders. If you do some digging though, you will find a film made by Kenny Johnson, who has a slew of great documentaries, where Maxwell Jacob Friedman gives you the kayfabe reason for his existence. Explaining that beneath his bad guy facade was a very nice humble person, MJF went in deep as he talked about his father coming into serious money, which changed everything. For you see, this led to Friedman realizing that he could claim his inheritance early from social services if he got them to believe that his wealthy family had abused him, and damn it, he pulled it off. So in essence, he's riched because he screwed over his own dad. The best part is MJF had a tipping point for why he did this. His father had told him he couldn't watch WrestleMania 28 after he crashed the Lamborghini. That is my kind of wrestling. Number four, CM Punk, the backyard wrestler. So now when we bring up CM Punk, we have to mention the brawl out madness from 2022. As ever, I'm sitting on the fence and saying these are human beings who have probably been through a lot. So no matter who is right or wrong, let's just hope they can find some peace. The interesting part is whether intentional or not, Punk did take on the role of experienced vet who was backing up traditions, whereas the Young Bucks Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page were accused of being the youthful rookies who wouldn't listen. I mean, none of that is accurate, but it was the roles they were put in. This is quite incredible, because when CM was making his way up the ranks, he was this guy. He was a backyard wrestler, booked his own indie promotion, and found himself at odds with the older guard who didn't understand his ways. I mean, you couldn't write this stuff. To be fair, Punk has also claimed the likes of Eddie Guerrero and Tracy Smothers were huge helps to him as they imparted wisdom. But look at it this way. He called himself Punk... I don't think that was a happy accident. Number three, Naked Midian wanted to be Kurt Angle. So I want to use this chance to say just how nice Dennis Knight is. The dude could not be any friendlier if he tried. And as I know he sometimes watches, I just wanted to get it out there. He made my weekend at WrestleMania in 2022. He also sat down with What Culture to have a chat and told us about Naked Midian mostly because I asked. This did make me very happy because I love that character. It's just so wonderfully ridiculous. And as it turns out, we can all point the finger at Kurt Angle for it. 
Yep. For as the former Godwin mentioned, our Olympic hero had a tendency to hang out backstage naked, so to try and wind him up about this, the then Midian decided to attend a meet and greet wearing nothing but a fanny pack. Only in wrestling. Obviously he was told this couldn't happen again, but you know Vince McMahon. It got the wheels in his head spinning, which ended with the idea of a wrestler interrupting matches by running out in the nude. I mean, you could never explain it, but for some reason it makes me laugh. <laughs> Where else is that ever going to go down? Number two, the reason for the fiend. If I had to tell you my favorite Bray Wyatt, it would be the original. It just worked for me, and the only reason we had to change it was because he lost all the time and we ruined the character. Good work, team. Good work. Eventually, we all agreed he needed a new lick of paint, which is when the fiend was born. It was far more horrifying than we'd ever seen before. I mean, not even fire could stop him as he was some sort of invincible force. Then he ran into Goldberg. We don't need to talk about it. The creator behind the mask, however, Carl A. Scarborough, really gave us insight into the whole thing. Because as he said during an interview with CBR, there's a reason it gives off a new 52 Joker vibe. Because Carl was a massive Batman fan. So there you go. If you do need more clarity on this, all you've got to do is go and Google exactly that. And within three seconds, you'll be like, oh, yeah, there it is. And for me, this just makes it even better because Batman is the best. Number one, the inspiration for Uncle Howdy. As of me speaking, the big question is, who is Uncle Howdy? We're not meant to know and it's a big guessing game as yes, Bray Wyatt seemingly is feuding with himself. Not sure why people are getting mad at that. We literally all do this every day. There's no bigger fight in my life than Simon Miller versus Simon Miller. In terms of the character though, it seems as if the idea is drawn heavily from the 1983 horror movie Hysterical, where Richard Beale plays someone known as... Captain Howdy. That guy's a murderous ghost lighthouse keeper, and yes, just to calm your brain, this is the same actor that played Jaws and James Bond. I'm sure this has played a part, but let's face it, it will just be the start as what this is meant to become, and I, for one, am very intrigued. There's always room for the spooky wooky in wrestling, just need to get the balance right. Given what we already know about The Fiend and The Joker, though, you may want to watch this film to get some extra info. It'll be all over the place. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.